Yo, what's good everybody? I wanted to let you guys know that the standard spring collection is officially live. You can go ahead and buy your black suit as well as black tuxedo and we're also going to be selling the navy and the gray as well. Do not forget it is only a limited amount of suits so get your suit today before they're all sold out and by getting an amazing suit, you get access to this amazing community of extraordinary men committed to excellence. Go to theaffluentstandard.com, go ahead and get your suit. I look forward to connecting with you guys, and let's get started with today's episode. Yeah, and it's just like a vicious cycle through everyone because everyone is just pointing fingers. It's like the Spider-Man meme where they're all just like pointing guns at each other. No one wants to take accountability. And I think that's, I know we talked about this last time you came and, you know, had a conversation with me. But it's still something I notice so much is just the lack of accountability across the board. And, you know, people are always like, well, you should make content for women. You should try to be getting these women to change. I can't change anybody. I think that's what a lot of people have a hard time understanding is that you can't control what everyone else does, but you can control what you do. And that is what is going to impact your life the most. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Afiz, and welcome back to another episode. As you guys know, we recently dropped the spring collection of the standard, the black suit, black tuxedo, the gray is also that I know you guys love the James Bond gray. It's also that as well as the navy. And as always, by getting a suit, you get access to an exclusive community community of men who are committed to excellence. We only have a few more pieces left. Go to theaffluentstandard.com. Get yours today because I do not want anyone missing out. And if we are going to be doing anything in regards to fashion, style, I had to come to a city that many people either get either leave or get kicked out. LeBron left. Odell left. Jarvis left. Baker's getting kicked out. I had to go and visit this, this city. I had to go and sit down with one of my favorite people. So, without further ado, guys, please welcome Mrs. GQ herself, the one and only Courtney Ryan. Thank you, Hafiz. You know what? You could have gone to Coachella. You could have <laughs> gone anywhere, but you came to Cleveland. I so, know, it's an absolute I pleasure. Know, Thank you. you. Know, I, was t- I was telling you earlier that initially I was a bit hesitant because how cold it was. But then I realized I always wanted to see what this, this turtleneck looks like with this suit. So, I got to try it out. So, hey. You look sharp, too. <laughs> looks great. Thank you so much. So, Cordy, what's been going on with you? Not much. Same old, same old. Channel's doing great. Posting dating, lifestyle, fashion content. I got engaged, so that's exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same old, same old. Can't complain. Sweet. So, there's so many different layers that I want to take today's conversation. But while I was on the plane, I thought about something that really stood out to me. And I believe last time we sat down together was a year from today. Yeah. Yeah, So it was a year ago when we first sat down together. And I'm curious, in your opinion, there's no right or wrong answer, in regards to the dating climate and relationships between men and women today from a year ago, do you think it's gotten better? Do you think it's gotten worse? Or do you think it stayed the same in your personal opinion? You know what? I hate to say it, but I think it's gotten worse. Mm. I think it gets worse as time goes by. Um, I think an, an, I think a layer of complexity added was TikTok. I think that just continues to make things 
very polarizing between men and women. I mean, you you have YouTube, you have Reddit, those are dark enough. <laughs> um, but then you get TikTok in with all these young people coming on talking about dating and how to be toxic and how to trick a guy into this. And I think I think it just really has pinned men and women against each other even more than maybe we were before. Mm. Um, you know, which is where content like ours comes in, where we try to show the normal people and you yeah. know how mature and healthy people function. But yeah, I think it's. It ha definitely hasn't gotten any better, mm. I, in my opinion. Interesting. You know, I think it's gotten better. Really? I think it's gotten better. Maybe we're seeing different things because <laughs> what I'm seeing doesn't look better. Yeah, I, I think it's gotten better, but I'll share why I think it's gotten better later. Okay. Because I'm very curious from both perspectives, how has it gotten worse? So how's, how has it gotten worse for men? And how has it gotten worse for women? So in your opinion, obviously you have a, a massive channel with a ton of tons of guys always reaching out to you, giving you their advice, sharing unlisted feedback on the comments, which I never read. <laughs> I try not to. Yeah. So what do you think men are doing or what is going on with men that you feel like is making things worse? You know, I think that men are fatigued with the dating market, all the games that are going on constantly. Um, but also, you know, how hard online dating is for them, just how hard it is to stand out in general. Um, I think women just have a lot more options when it comes to dating apps, online dating, um, and really just dating in general. That's kind of what I've gathered from being online. Um, but I think men are getting fatigued and I think they're starting to not go where they're not wanted. And I think this I hate men movement has really, you know, started to kind of sink in a little bit. It's like when you don't get invited to a birthday party, you're not going to ask to go. I think that's kind of how men are starting to feel a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I definitely I definitely understand that. And I think to me, there's a my what I, my whole life's purpose is to give a lot of these men the resources to be successful. Yeah. My question to you is that. Out of all the men that you give advice to in regards to their struggles, how many percent of them do you think actually apply the information that you tell them to do? Maybe 10. Mm -hmm. I think it's very easy to watch a ton of content and know what you need to do. But when the action comes into play, I think a lot, that's where a lot of people fail, men and women, yeah. not just men. But I mean, my channel is mainly for men. So that's what I see the most. Um, you can't just watch all my videos and expect your life to change. You have to actually do what it takes. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's where people have a hard time. Yeah. So to me, I look at it like the reason why I think things have been getting better for men is because there's so much good information out here that if you were to actually apply it, the results are proven and they're going to be there. Yeah. But I think they haven't started actually doing it yet for a lot of them and so I'm not seeing maybe as drastic of results as could be happening if people would actually you know do what it takes 100%. to level up your life you know improve your style go to the gym get in shape be a better you so that you can be better for everyone else as well not a lot of people are doing that unfortunately no I agree with you and I think that to me I'm just so interested in the person who's complaining so I've been on the internet for a long period of time and I have this memory where I remember faces and I can also remember names, especially the crazy internet names. And I've seen a lot of guys in comments on everybody's channels for a lot of years. And in my brain, I'm like, you've been here complaining about the same thing three, four, five years in a row. 
where has the application occurred in your life? Because if application was to occur in your life, there would be a change. And they wouldn't be there in the comment section. 100%. They would be long gone. <laughs> I've seen actually a lot of people in my comments where they were regular people always complaining, leaving troll comments, and then they say something nice to me once and then they disappear. And I'm yeah. like, did I make an impact here? Like, yeah. did I get through to you? Yeah. Um, so I, I think there are some success stories hidden in there. But yeah, a lot of times you just see the same people yeah. over and over. And it's like, if you would take all that time that you spend leaving hateful, nasty comments and you know, picking other people apart and, you know, pointing fingers at other people as to why they're the issue and you're not, you would have been fine by now. If you would have uh, just put that effort towards yourself. A hundred percent. And, and the reason why I'm also really excited about you is obviously we have our suit collection launch and one of the, we have a three part goal with the standard. The first part is for men to dress like a top tier man. And I told the story like back when I was interested in writing, the publishing company told me that when you're writing a great book, you need to focus on one of two things, the content, but also the cover. Because the cover gets people to the content. It's not either or, it's both. It's not mutually exclusive. So a great book that, that embodies that in my mind is The Art of Seduction by Robert Glover. Amazing um, Robert Greene, I'm sorry. I haven't actually read that yet. Oh, you haven't read it? No, it's on my list. It's, I have it. It's a great book content, but the cover is very enticing, you know? And so I realized that with, with men, if you just upgrade your style, like there's so many videos online on your channel, on so many channels where they literally tell you, buy this shirt. Yeah. Click on this link, buy this shirt, buy this pant, yeah. buy this jean. Because as much as dating is difficult, I agree with that. It is difficult because of the options that a lot of attractive women have. But when you understand how many guys don't try, how many guys put in no effort, literally by putting in effort as a guy, you're no longer, no longer average. You now stand out from the pack. It's easy to stand out. I think so many guys probably feel overwhelmed, especially when they're consuming so much content that's like, do this, do this. Like, how do you apply those things without just becoming a cookie cutter version of every other guy? Mm -hmm. There are so many ways you can elevate the way that you look on the outside. Like I mentioned, going to the gym, simply knowing, you know, what colors match, sticking to a color palette, developing, you know, a capsule wardrobe where you can make a ton of outfits from literally nothing. You don't have to spend a ton of money. You just got to build the basics. Um, and starting, starting from the basics is, I think, the hardest part for a lot of guys is just getting started. But you can stand out, again, like I said, so much from just putting in the effort. 100%. Just actually applying it. Yeah, and, and to me, and that's where I'm just like, I tell people this year I want to double down, focus my energy, attention with the guys in the standard, some of the most serious, committed guys I could find. I taught preschool, elementary, middle school, high school, college. I've done every young group of guys. I want to be with the guys who are most serious. And the part that I constantly keep on seeing is that when men come to me complaining about the problems of women today, the problems with this, the problems with that, I, I'm always, I always look and I say, well, what have you fixed to change your outcome? Probably nothing. <sighs> Unfortunately, and it is unfortunate because it's so easy. Again, yeah. just dressing better, going to the gym, getting in shape, taking care of yourself. Again, you can't be the best you for everyone else if you're not the best you for yourself. Mm -hmm. And you can't also point fingers at everyone else when you haven't 
put in the work yeah. to, you know, be at a point where people would want to date you 100%. or look your direction. And, you know, you can say don't judge a book by its cover all you want, but first impressions matter. And the way that you present yourself matters. It says a lot about you and who you are and how seriously you take yourself. 100%. You know, when I get here and I put on a blazer and I look all spiffy, I feel more professional. Yeah. I feel more ready to take on an interview because I dress the part. Yeah. Deion Sanders would say, you look good, you feel good, you play good. Yep. And and, it's true. And, and to me, the part that I also um, I was telling some of the guys, I said, hey, when you look at a woman, what are what is the first thing that you notice? Her physical presentation her hair, you know, you know, her clothes, you know, her body, like you immediately notice her physical presentation. And as much as society talks about women not being physical, the world has changed. Social media has changed the way a lot of women view men and they expect and they desire men who are physically appealing as well. Well, yeah, because all you see online is initial attraction, physical initial attraction. That's where your mind instantly goes when you're on a dating app, when you're swiping. First thing you notice is, am I attracted to this person or not? You don't have the you know, convenience of also seeing their personality necessarily in just one quick little swipe in five seconds or the same with Instagram. And then the more you are you know, seeing all these attractive people, it's like, okay, well, I want that. Yeah. You have to be that first, but I want that for myself. Yeah. And when you're a guy who's not doing that, you aren't even in the mix. Yeah. No one's noticing you 100%. because you're not putting in the effort. Yeah, and I, and I think to me it's that radical self-awareness to kind of ask yourself, okay, if I'm struggling with dating with these kinds of women, do I even fit as a guy? Like we talked about... <laughs> Um, the episode that dropped last week with Gabriella and how great of a conversation it was. And a couple of guys DM'd me, like, asking about her. And I'm just like, bro, are you serious? <laughs> like, 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 what are you giving me? Like, what, like, what are you giving me to... Well, and also, they should be DMing her. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. But, yeah, for sure. You know, and, and I'm just like, in, in my mind, I'm like, yo, guys, what are you giving me? We did a party in Dallas a couple of weeks ago, and... I, I made sure all the women were great quality people as well as very attractive women. I was like, guys, if I'm giving you this, what are you giving me in return? You guys want all these women who are in shape. Are you in shape? You guys want all these women who are aesthetically uh, um, uh, attractive. Are you aesthetically attractive? Like if, you're, if you want me to bring this to you to be able to meet, network, connect, whatever it may be, what are you now giving me to give to them? And I think somehow the conversation for a lot of guys, it, it, it's kind of like, this is my personal opinion. I think so much of what women do wrong is also what guys do wrong because the same unhealthy culture that creates unhealthy female behaviors is also creating a lot of unhealthy male behaviors. And so I think the first thing that always goes back to my mind as a man is like, what have you done that you can control? You might not be able to get taller. You might not be able to get a better jawline. You might not be able to do a lot of things with your face, but have you gotten a haircut? Have you mastered what beard um, grooming works best for you? Skincare routine. So Guys, you gotta things. do it. And I think the reality is so many men, they wanna complain, because it's easy, but they also don't want to make the change, which then leads 
to the women. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like a vicious cycle yeah. through everyone because everyone is just pointing fingers. It's like the Spider-Man meme where yeah. they're all just like pointing guns at each other. Yeah. No one wants to take accountability. Yeah. And I think that's, I know we talked about this last time you came and, you know, had a conversation with me, but it's still something I noticed so much is just the lack of accountability across the board. Yeah. And, you know, people are always like, well, you should make content for women. You should try to be getting these women to change. I can't change anybody. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people have a hard time understanding is that you can't control what everyone else does, mm -hmm. but you can control what you do, and that is what is going to impact your life the most. This is so good. So I love the, I love, I love the question they ask you because I think you would kill it and you'd be great for Courtney Ryan's women as well because I know Stefan is doing Stefan Labossier men as well. I would love to have more women. Yeah, you know, and, and but I... I, I think a lot of men don't realize, and this is why I was really excited about what we created with the standard and the standard experience. A lot of men don't realize if, if I got the women on point, would that woman who's on point want you? And that's, and that's the thing where it's like this weekend, for a couple, like I said, last weekend when the guys came to Dallas and I was able to bring the kind of women that all the guys online want. And I'm not, I'm not picking on anybody, but there was a whole community of guys who were not ready to talk, interact, approach those women. They just were not See, ready. It's like you have all these women in front of you. You're literally bringing them to them, and they don't have the tools or aren't ready to do what it takes to actually get the woman 100%. that's there. It's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. You know, like 100%. you can only do so much. Yeah, and so to me, I think that's the part where, as a guy. We don't have as much because what I've noticed, especially, is that when we started this content, there was such an emphasis on what men are doing wrong. And there was no no conversation about what women were doing wrong. And so the balance was needed to be put into like, hey, let's hold women accountable to X, Y, A, B. And, and, and a lot of people, you, me, a lot of healthy people have done it and the others have done it as well, yeah. obviously. <laughs> but a lot of healthy people have done it. And but my thing is I've seen the balance shifting so much to where I look at these guys and I just know for a fact there is no way the kind of woman that you want wants you. There's just no way. You have to be what you want to attract, and I think sometimes that's a hard pill for people to swallow. It's very easy to have a checklist of what you want in a partner when you're looking. You want someone encouraging, kind, beautiful, smart, but what are you? Are you someone that those people would want to be with too? And I think that's where people really struggle. Yeah. Is it's very easy to you know think about exactly what you want. But when it comes to the checklist for yourself, it's like you have to be those things too in order to demand, you know, standards of someone else that are so high. You got to bring them too. A hundred percent. And another part before we um, talk a little bit more about the women that I realize is also as a guy, there needs to be a level of internal confidence and identity that you need to have if you're going to be with a certain caliber of woman. So online all you hear about is making money making get make i mean um, building muscle it's all you hear about but you can have all the money and muscles in the world but if you eventually do end up attracting the kind and caliber woman that you want the reality is if she's a very attractive woman you're not the only one who notices it you know so you're going out other guys might be approaching her she might be in rooms with high performing men who are making seven figures who are doing very well if you as a man have honestly not put in the internal work to become who you want to be, 
even if you got that woman, you would be so insecure, you'd be so clingy, you'd be so controlling, controlling yeah. because you deep down inside know that she is out of your league and you're gonna do everything in your power to lock her in and to make sure she doesn't leave you. Yeah, no, that's 100% true. And I think that's when you see men online who are insecure and controlling of the people that they're with because they're deeply insecure. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a, a purpose for yourself, if you're not confident in who you are and secure in what you bring to the table, you're never gonna get anywhere mm -hmm. because you're just gonna be insecure about everything in your life. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that's a part where I I'm so glad because th the reason going back to why I think things have gotten better when I see the guys who joined the standard and I see the way their mindset, I see the work that they put in. We had a guy recently who lost 25 pounds in three in three months. And we have all these guys who are just crushing it physically, mostly spiritually. I'm seeing a lot of hope for the way the world can be but to your point there is a lot of the negativity that unfortunately the squeaky wheel gets oil online that's showing the way the world is so in regards to women in your personal opinion how do you think women have continued to make things worse. Yo, what's good everybody? We're gonna take a quick pause from this week's amazing episode to talk to you guys about our amazing sponsors over at Skillshare. Guys, Skillshare is a real A1 day one from the roommates and we absolutely love Skillshare because they are a unique online learning community where men and women can learn all types of creative and entrepreneurial skills. Man, so many men for the past years in the roommates have been learning, have been blossoming, have been transforming from Skillshare because not only do you get the first month free to test it out, but Skillshare has such a vast library of courses, of resources that you guys can be able to tap into today. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates and take advantage of this opportunity. Guys, on the podcast, we meet so many amazing men and women who are so talented, but they didn't get their skills overnight. They had to master these things and Skillshare gives gives you all the resources that you can be able to master your best self and tap into your full potential. So do not delay, get on Skillshare today. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates. Trust me, you'll thank us later. And let's get back to this week's episode. Oh gosh, it's this just I hate men movement that I don't need a man, that I'm a girl boss who's independent. Mm. There are so many wonderful things about women progressing in our society. So many amazing things come along with that. But it gets to a point where it's like, all right, you're just going to be doing the opposite of mm -hmm. what men did to us yeah. for the entirety of you know civilization. <laughs> it's like, you don't want to be on either extreme. It has to be a healthy balance. Yeah. And by, you know, I even see women on TikTok all the time who are married and who are talking so badly about their husbands online. Yeah. And it's like, I would never... I don't talk to anybody else about any really, I mean, I don't really have any relationship issues. Teddy and I never have problems, but I wouldn't go to my friends or the internet to tell everyone about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just crazy what people say online. No, I agree with you. And I think to me in regards to the women, I think the biggest thing that I've seen gone wrong is I was talking to a group of women about this the other day and I said, you know, women are, women look at other women as role models who they would never want to be themselves. So like one of the biggest things people always talk about is like, oh, men want these Instagram models, men want these Instagram models. And I went to have a, a huge debate with somebody back in my debating days <laughs> about how I felt like that was not true. And I literally went online, 
created a list of the top NBA players, the top NFL players, the top MLB players, the top actors, the top musicians, and, the, and like a couple guys from the for, Fortune 500 CEOs in the Forbes list. And I was like, by percentage, like let's see who these guys are marrying. And the last category of person was the Instagram model. And They're nice to look at, mm-hmm. but I don't think those, I, and I don't want to be offensive or, you know, put anybody down, but I don't think those are the type of girls that men want to marry. A hundred percent. They're nice. They're great to look at. Uh, yeah. One hundred percent. But there's more, when you're thinking about marrying someone, yeah. you get it. I get it. You're thinking about way more things than just what's on the outside. A hundred percent. And if you're not, you're going to end up divorced. Exactly. And so to me, I, I, I share it to women. I'm like, the women that you guys are looking up to, are they married? Are they, are they, are they, are they having the families that you want? Because they don't, you know, they're not. And I think, unfortunately, these loud, negative women who have gotten the microphone, they're, they're steering a whole generation of women down the wrong path. And the women are not seeing, I'm not even trying to go down the path she's going. I explained to this girl, she was like, oh, this girl gets all this attention. I said, yeah, she gets followers because she posts naked. Like, it's just, it's literally like a dog, you know, salivating over food it's just a natural reflex it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything more than a biological reflex you know what it's so unfulfilling too like as a woman i'll post an instagram i'll get eight thousand likes who cares yeah you know what i care more about my fiance my family my friends the life that i'm building i don't care about that and when you get that i think then you realize like it's kind of like one of those things where you have to experience it to understand obviously i'm not a nude instagram model posting crazy stuff but like i think People have an idea in their mind of what they want their life to be like. It's this life of luxury. It's all this attention. It's a million followers. It's all these likes. But it's so unfulfilling Mm. to only care about that stuff. And I think you're right. I think women are sometimes looking up to the wrong type of role model. And when you're thinking about a role model or someone that you look up to, it should be someone who is, you know, living a life that you genuinely would like to have for yourself. Um, And I think that people aren't doing that. No, they're not. And I think, and that's where I tell the guys the same thing. I'm like, yo, when I, when I talk about people who I like, like my dad, Jordan Peterson, Pastor Bed David, you know, my pastor, Dehati Lewis in Atlanta, I look at guys who, if I'm like at 10, 15 years down the line, I would like to be where he's at. So I'm going to follow the steps he took to end up in the same direction that he's in. Right. Because he has the things that I want. A hundred percent. So if all these women who are following these new generation of women, you know, now all of a sudden, like they have nothing that you want. You know, they have no husband. They have no, no, um, you know, supportive community. They have no respect. They, they don't have anything that you want, but you're going down the same path they're going down. And I'm just like, well, man. And they glamorize it too sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why women want it because it seems very glamorous to be, you know, on all these luxury vacations and get, like I said, getting all these likes and attention. But when you get it, it's just, it's unfulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, it's just kind of crazy the direction that our society is going. I reacted to a Jordan Peterson video actually about how um, like 50% of women are childless at 30. Mm-hmm. And I think a huge reason is because of social media yeah. and all the, you know, the child-free women talking about... Oh, my god! Yeah, I see that a lot lately, too. And let's talk about that. So another thing I tell guys all the time is that I'm a secondary source, meaning that I I like that a lot of people view me as big brother or maybe some people view me as uncle now. You know, like, I like that. But I'm a secondary source. I'm not a parent yet. 
I just got married. I'm in my early 30s. I'm secondary. You need to get the primary. You need some salt and pepper on their beers. You know what <laughs> I mean? You need to get guys who are already there as your primary source. So I'm always pointing people to the older guys. It's cool that you like me, but they're already there and they've been there for a long time. And so the, the biggest thing that I've seen is that a lot of men, and we'll get to the women as well, they follow young people who share their young ideas who in five years down the line, they're going to change up. But then you're still going to be following their ideas. And then all of a sudden, you're going to realize that, wow, I've, I'm down the wrong path. And he changed up. Like a great example is shout out to Sham Booty because Sham Booty has done a lot of honest I like her uh, a lot. accountability about her, things she did wrong in her past. And one of the things that she told me, she was like, in the past, I didn't want to be a mom because I'd have hurt and 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 think un not being healed, and so there's a whole generation of women who probably watched some of what she said and was like, "Well, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm a, I want to be this." Yeah, the power of not having children exactly. and accepting it, and that women on women don't need to have kids, which. Also, it comes down to if you don't want to be a mom, you shouldn't be a mom. I would never want to like force someone into that because yeah. then the kid suffers, you 100%. know? So it should totally be a choice. But I think a lot of women are getting like Shan Booty. She, you know, reached a certain age and she's like, oh crap. I actually do want kids and she was lucky lucky enough to be able to have them 100%. but a lot of women aren't that lucky and then they struggle with fertility issues and a ton of other things that you don't you don't think about when you're 25 exactly. you don't think you're gonna have any issues but mm. I have friends now who are trying to have kids and it, it's harder as you get older I agree with you and that's something that like she shared and she was like well lucky and she's for very me, honest about yeah, it which she's I like, lucky for me I was in I was over 35 was able to have two kids back to back but there's a lot of women who come to that epiphany stage and they can't anymore. And to me, that's where I think it's so disingenuous. You know, the, it's like the women who was like, I don't need no man. I don't need no man. And a whole generation of women believe her. But secretly, she has a man, you know, that she's cuddled up with, that she's having the time of her life. Yes. Well, there's so many celebrities like that mm -hmm. that preach about all that. And then they're married with kids like yeah. behind them. But they don't. Mm -hmm. They don't flaunt that part of their life. Exactly. They talk about the money, the luxury, the bags, the shoes. That's what they talk about. They don't talk about their kids. Mm -hmm. And they, then all these women think, oh, I want to do that too. Yeah. And then they're like, well, crap. Mm -hmm. This isn't actually what I wanted. Exactly. I, I remember there was this uh, there was a funny scene <laughs> from the, the Boondocks. It's like this is a Cartoon Network TV show where there was two guys. I believe it was Al Sharpton mm -hmm. and Ann Coulter. So Ann Coulter, she's a political pundit on the right, very right-leaning woman. Al Sharpton, civil rights leader, black guy, so obviously a little bit more left-leaning. And they had this debate online where they were just going at each other's neck on, and on this TV show. After the debate, they went to, they went to the green room. They were, they were drinking and laughing and having a time of their life because they were like, oh, and they're like, what happened? Ann was like, that's just for TV. That's not real. But like, people don't realize people that. People don't realize that. And then they act like that in real life. Yeah. And it's like, then you get arrested. It's like, you can't <laughs> act like that. Yes. It's for show, guys. A hundred percent. And so that's some of the things I tell people all the time. I was like, yo, a lot of the content that you're watching, this is all, this is all entertainment. Mm -hmm. This is just a movie script. These are people actually playing characters. It's just that nowadays Hollywood screens, I mean, Hollywood cameras are on your phones. And so there's so many women who are looking at these other women who are, who are like you said, these women are happily married, but they're online posting this negative, I don't need no man, I hate a man contact because it gets views and gets some money. 
But deep down inside, she she ain't gonna let her, let her husband go to save her life. No, she's going home to him every day and probably very thankful that she has him. Yeah. Because one does. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it's crazy. I think people have a hard time differentiating between what's real and what's not because mm-hmm. of social media. Yeah. Um, and it, it does feel very disingenuous a lot of the A hundred percent. And that's why one of my advices is, and one of my goals this year was like, I want to, I want to, I want you guys to see life offline. Go with the standards. I was like, guys, I want you men to see my life. I'm not a character online. I want you to see actually how I live my life. And because like you said, there's so many people who are disingenuous and so many people don't have role models who in complete honesty are not showing them the whole picture. My advice with people is always find role models that you can actually touch and interact with and talk to and see their lives versus these fictional characters on the internet who you have no idea what they're they're doing doing when they get back home. Oh, for sure. And I think just in general, the content that you consume is so important. You know, there's this quote, it's like your diet is more than just what you eat. It's Mm. who you hang around. Mm. It's the content that you consume. It's the people that you choose to follow online. It's important and it changes the way that you view not only yourself, but also the people around you. Mm -hmm. So being very picky about those things is incredibly important and people aren't doing that. They're just, again, feeding into all the negativity. I know we talked about this last time you were here, but you know, the negative toxic headlines get more clicks. They just do. And it's sad and it's unfortunate, but they do. And when that's all people are seeing, well, what do you think they're going to act like Mm -hmm. or think? You know, if all these men are seeing all this negative, horrible content about women and they're not exposed to people like me or how amazing I know my friends are, they're not exposed to to women like that. Mm -hmm. And so they have a totally unrealistic idea of what women are like. Same with women viewing men. A hundred percent. I remember, I think we talked about it previously about when I was in college and my major was broadcast journalism and the the thing that they taught you was that when you're when you're when you're stacking a news cycle the first thing that you stack the stories with is with the most traumatic near knee-jerk emotional stories and the the, the line in in um, journalism is that if it bleeds it leads and so one of the things I realized is that if if you were a person let's say you lived in like a very suburban part of America and you were in the suburban part of America and there was not a lot of black Americans or Mexicans. Imagine if all you did was watch the news and your whole view of black Americans or Mexicans came from what you saw in the news. Yeah, the negative stuff you see on TV. What are you going to think about exactly. an entire group of people? Exactly. You're going to see the robbery, theft, burglary, because the news is not sharing the story about the, bl- the amazing black father who loved his kids and dropped them off at the school on time every day for the past 15 years. No, they're going to show the abusive guy who tried to kill his kids and then beat up his wife to bloody pulp. So what's happening is that if all that you're com- commu- um, I mean, receiving is that kind of information, it's going to shape your view, as you said, for an entire group of people. So the, what the Internet has done, and I talked about it with Michaela, and I talk about it everywhere I go, what the Internet has done, and, and men have to see this, the Internet has shown you the worst caliber of humanity for men and for women, depending on what side of the spectrum you are. If you're extreme red pill, you can see all the negative women stuff. If you're extreme feminine, you can see all the negative men stuff. And that now shapes your view of how the world is. And when it shapes your view of how the world is, it also subconsciously shapes you. 
because then you become bitter, cynical, and negative. And you don't realize that the more you become bitter, cynical, and negative, the more unlikely it is for you to meet positive, healthy, and encouraging people. Yep, and it goes back to be what you want to attract. Yeah. If you wake up in the morning and say, today's going to be the worst day ever, it probably will be. Mm. But if you you know embody positivity and you look at things through you know a positive way and try to see the best in things, your life is going to reflect that. Yeah. And I think... You know, it is important to be realistic as well. I'm not saying look at the world with rose-colored glasses, but anything in extreme is never a good thing. Mm -hmm. And going back to the red pill and the feminism stuff, there are parts of that that are so wonderful to be able to see things in a clearer way. Mm -hmm. But when you get too extreme, it's never good. 100%. It's like the news. It's like you have the red pill, which would be Fox News, and then you have feminism, which would be MSNBC. <laughs> and it's like both of them tell good stories at times. But if your stories are so bent towards this end, it's not objective anymore. Well, and if you're only watching one yeah. and never watching anything else, yeah. you're going to think that this is the way or the highway. Yeah. And you're not going to be open to other perspectives or opinions or views, which I think is one of the best ways to grow as an individual is to be open to other people's perspectives and opinions mm -hmm. without feeling like you need to change it. 100%. And I love the point that you brought up is that you also have to see both. So my telltale sign of a person who I, you're unhealthy, in my personal opinion, is when you can't show me positive on, I mean, positive and negative on both sides. If you're a woman and you can only show me negative male examples and you have no positive male examples, to me, that's more you than it is men. And if you're a man who all you know is the worst caliber of women and all you know is negative examples and you can't show me positive female examples, that to me, the problem is you. And so I think that's one of the biggest things. Yeah. And it's a red flag on either side because it shows me, A, the content that you're consuming is not healthy content. B, the people you're surrounding yourself with are clearly not healthy people or mature people or people that I would want to be around. Yeah. So why would I want to be around you? Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. No. Uh, and, and that's the thing. I'm I, 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 doing the content, working for Safan for so many years and seeing everything the women said, and now being here and seeing everything the men say, I'm like, yo, I wish you guys could just be in a fly on the wall the way I was in both these rooms and hear the exact same problem articulated and expressed by both people. Yeah. Like you said, there's there's a whole community of, of people who they're so consumed with everything wrong with the world today they don't realize they're also what's wrong with the world today yeah. on men and women alike. Mm -hmm. And until you do the work to heal, until you do the work to fight, to surround yourself with more positive people and more positive content and do all the other things, you're going to be in that cycle of misery for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's 100% true. And again, people aren't willing to put in the work that's required to do those things because it's much easier to point fingers and to play the victim. I mean, even before I was making all this content for men, I didn't talk to all these men. I didn't see things from their perspective. But now that I'm able to see both sides as a woman who talks about male issues, mm -hmm. I can understand both sides and I can see both sides incredibly clear, um, which has been a total blessing for me mm -hmm. because I think that it positively impacts every relationship I have in my life with men and women because mm -hmm. I can see both sides. When my girlfriends come to me with you know, problems with men, I can say, okay, but look at it from his perspective. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you're the problem. Mm -hmm. And that, that's 
a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. And even looking back at like past relationships I had, I remember feeling like, oh, he was the worst. Oh, like I didn't do anything wrong. He was, but I played a role too. Yeah. You know, you're you're the common denominator in all of it. Mm. So being able to look at yourself and the places where you fall short will lead to your growth and you being a better you. So being that you can see both sides, from a woman's perspective, what do you think is the biggest thing that men are doing wrong? That if men change, it would create so much healthier relationships and just a better outcome for men with women. You know, I think it goes back to the not taking action, knowing what you need to do, but not doing it. And then getting upset when you don't see results. Mm. Like you're you're feeling discouraged because you got rejected once or, you know, you don't feel like you're attractive because you're five, seven. Mm -hmm. I dated a guy who was five, five. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter. And when you focus so much on your insecurities and the things that you don't feel confident about, they will run your entire life Mm -hmm. instead of, Oh, well I'm five, seven, but I have so many other amazing qualities that make me, you know, a good person that someone would want to be with. Mm -hmm. Um, just focusing on the negatives, the insecurities and letting that run their life and hinder them from making those positive changes. Mm. What would you say is the biggest thing that men do wrong that make them unattractive towards women? Cause I feel as though there's, I like, I like a lot what you talked about from that perspective, but I'm, I'm, I'm very curious from a, an attraction standpoint, what would you say is the biggest thing that men are doing wrong that makes them unattractive to the women that they want? You know, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's just not taking care of yourself, yeah. not showing up for yourself and being someone that someone would want to be with. Mm. You know, if I came on this podcast, I rolled out of bed, I didn't do my hair, I was wearing my pajamas, mm-hmm. people would per- perceive me in a very different way than they probably do watching me now all dolled up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the same thing goes for men. And when you're showing up to a first date, are you showing up dressed well did you put in any effort did you get a haircut are you fixing your facial hair you know do you have a skincare routine it's just really taking care of yourself and wanting to do that not only for making a good first impression and for the people around you but also for yourself yeah because again look good feel good that's so good and and an activity if if you're a guy you don't believe what we're saying an activity is download the hinge app create a fake profile as a woman and just scroll through men's pictures. Just scroll through the guy's pictures and you just see how they just not, most guys don't even try. Right, well it's that and also they don't know how to take good photos. I think that's another thing too, is like you could be really attractive, but you're taking a photo from down here in your car with your seatbelt on and it's like, (laughs) what are you doing? That's not a flattering angle. So there's a lot that goes into it, yeah, but I think that so many people just aren't putting in effort. Yeah. No, that's true. And that's why when when we did the photo shoot with the guys from the stand and you saw the pictures. <laughs> Total 180. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And so I tell the guys all the time, these are all things that you can do today. Because if you focus all on your insecurities, there's nothing that can change about you being 5'7". Or five five, or there's nothing that you can do that can change, but a tons of things that you can do that you can change about your style, about your grooming, about all these things. And I think that's something that a lot of men are just—I just don't understand why in this whole conversation why they aren't doing they're it. They're not doing it. It's like. I just want to squeeze you. <laughs> I'm like, why aren't you? Yeah, it makes no sense because they're easy fixes. Yeah. 
And I don't understand it because yeah. I know I'm like, okay, I want a really hot body this summer. Yeah. I got to go to the gym every day yeah. and I'm doing it. I'm working, you know, yeah. it takes effort. Yeah. And so many people just aren't willing to put in the effort. It's crazy. Yeah. Especially with things like a haircut. You don't even have to do that yourself. You just have to sit in a chair and let someone work their magic. Like it's yeah. the easiest thing ever. I want to get into these guys' brains. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to really understand what do you think it's holding them back? I think a lot of people feel hopeless because this I, is really good. and it's, it's hopeless. This it's a really feeling good. of fatigue. It's a feeling of, I feel like I've tried everything and I haven't gotten any results. You know, imagine you were going to the gym every single day and you weren't seeing any results. That feels discouraging. Mm. What feels encouraging and motivating is when you start to see the results, you see all your hard work paying off. And so many people are focused on the outcome so much that if they don't see that outcome, they don't keep going. And that's why it's so important to not rely on motivation or seeing an outcome. And it's, it's the importance in setting habits, setting healthy habits, having self-discipline, because you can't always rely on motivation or seeing the outcome right away. I love everything that you said, Courtney, because I just thought about it. What happens is you tell the guys to improve their style and then they'll, they'll get better. The guys might buy a shirt a pant, a shoe, talk to a woman, get rejected. Well, Courtney's wrong. It's didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> you know, and, and I told somebody something very interesting the other day. I told this to a young lady. I said, if you do, I want, how did I place it? You can do the right actions and get the wrong outcome, but it does not mean it's the wrong decision. And I feel like what people do is that they say, well, I did it the right way and it didn't work. So now I'm going to do it the wrong way. And like results vary. Some people, you're going to have to improve your closet for three months. People might have to improve their closet for three years. But for everyone who does improve their closet, they will get results. To what degree? Are you going to be like freaking Justin Bieber and Michael B. Jordan? I'm not saying that, but you will improve your outcome. And it might not be right away. 100%. I think people get impatient and that's why they feel hopeless. Yes. Um, and they get so discouraged by that that then they don't continue. And they're like, well, I tried it and it didn't work. 100%. And, and I, I understand that. It's very easy to get discouraged when you want something so bad and you're not getting it. And you feel like you've done everything it takes. But I promise you, you haven't done everything. No. And you that, haven't. And that's the thing. And that's where... I was talking to these guys. I said, the guys in the comments who who are the, the negative, nasty, grumbling, complaining, well, you know, it doesn't matter how hard I try, da, 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 those guys. I'm like, you don't know his life. Because just by hearing how he's typing, I know he's not the kind of guy who is going through difficulty in the gym. I know he's not the kind of guy who's waking up 5 o'clock in the morning to be able to work some extra hours to make more money at his job. I can already tell his mindset is lost. So too many people are not seeing that these individuals said, I tried it and it didn't work. They didn't really try it. You know, it's like the person in the gym. People are like, well, I tried exercising and dieting. It didn't work. Um, no, you definitely you, you didn't ate try one it. salad and walked <laughs> on the treadmill at a speed of three. Like, yeah. what, what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's the part where also the comparison kills them. So I tell guys, I said, it took me working from 19 to 29 before I started seeing a little bit of results. And then at 30, it started compounding. 
How many people are willing right now who are watching this video to work consistently for 11 years and not get what you want, but keep on putting in more effort year and year and year after year? The problem is social media and so many men and women want instant gratification. Yes, huge issue. And they want it today and they're comparing themselves to other people, not knowing you're not doing what other people do. Right. When you don't know someone's life just by a highlight reel on social media, those people could be miserable and depressed and you would have no idea. And I say this so many times, I say this so much on my channel is comparison is the thief of joy. Mm -hmm. Complete thief. Yeah. I don't want you comparing your life to mine or even yours mm -hmm. because your life is your own and you have to take different measures than maybe I will or I did. 100%. You know, like everyone has a different journey and I think by comparing you do yourself a huge disservice. I should be here by this point. I should have this by this point. And if you don't, you're a failure. Then the hopelessness comes in. The discouragement comes in. And it's just a vicious cycle that continues to repeat. 100%. I believe rule four on Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life is compare yourself, compare yourself not to others, but who you were yesterday. And I think to me, as if the guys are actually putting in the work, and like one of the things we do with our guys is like we're like um, in July we're having another like celebrate celebratory experience. We do them at the end of each quarter, and it's and it's, and it's going to be in Miami. And so Miami. the idea is like, hey guys. We're going to be tracking everyone's progress for the next three months. So at the end of this journey, whether or not you can get accepted to Miami or not, you have a, a clear path of your progressing. Because to me, it's, I just believe it's statistically impossible to diet, sleep, and exercise and not to get in better shape. It is statistically, physiologically impossible if you're doing those three things. I'm not saying unless you have some crazy health condition, exactly. but again, the exception's not the rule. Hundred percent, and and I just think that more people need to really embrace that journey and fall in love with the process of becoming better, not the results. I realize everybody wants a one percent life in regards to one percent results. But they don't like the one percent process. No, they don't want to work for it. Yeah. Same thing with women who want to be with you know one percent men. They think they want it, and then they get it, and he's never home because he's working all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I want you to be home more. It's like, well, yeah. you know, pick your poison. There's mm -hmm. pros and cons to everything. The grass is not always greener, and I think that's something that people fail to recognize. And again, because they're paying so much attention to the result that they want and not the journey that it takes to get there. Yeah. No, I think I think that's that's really that's really powerful because I I don't know, I just I think so many people live on the internet and they're not outside. So they never get to experience the diversity of life. I, like to your point, I love your point cuz I meet women all the time who are like they want an ambitious man. They want an ambitious man. I said, I have a friend who's a very ambitious man and he sees his kids on Saturdays and he sees his wife Saturday night. Monday through whatever other days, he's not home. Right. You want ambitious? Right. Do you really want ambitious? Or, do, and, and unless you're outside versus just looking up Instagram quotes, you don't really realize what you, what you want and what fits your life. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people were making that mistake, going back to the guys. Yeah. These guys want this kind of caliber of woman. Do you really want that woman who's always getting approached by guys who's always getting looked at that people are always staring at people are always looking over you and talking to her and ignore do you really want that life and you might want it but you have to get to a point where you're okay with it mm -hmm. and 
you're probably not, Mm -hmm. you know, it's that confidence factor that I think a lot of people don't have, but yeah, it's very easy to say you want something. And then when you get it, you see the negatives that come along with it. Teddy works all the time. I work all the time. That's what comes with this kind of job. But people see, oh, he's a YouTuber. She's a YouTuber. That's so cool. They don't see the filming, the editing, the scripting, the working at 1am, giving people revisions, you know, (laughs) like it's a lot of work, but people just see, oh, it's so cool that you post videos. There's a lot of negatives that come along with it too. Not to complain because I'm very thankful, but people always see what they want. They think they want it. They get it. They're like, crap, I don't actually want that. Exactly. And, and I think to me, life happens offline. And when you actually meet human beings that do it, you, you then tend to realize, okay, maybe this, this wasn't, isn't best for me. But unfortunately, if all you're doing is spending all your time on the internet, you're never getting to see the other side because no one's talking about that side of the story. Everyone's just showing, as you said, about social media, about the highlights and and not showing anything behind the scenes. Yeah, and that's why I think there are so many creators now who actually show the kind of negative sides. I've seen a lot more on TikTok lately where, you know, people show their darkest days or their hardest moments so that people understand it's not always sunshine and rainbows or like women are starting to post you know, unedited photos or what their unedited body looks like. And Mm -hmm. it's very encouraging, I think, for other women to see that, that, you know, Instagram is not real. Everyone's just editing everything. It's crazy. So to see something unedited and raw and real is so refreshing. 100%. And another point that I I thought about when you, when you, when you said you feel like it gets worse and you talked about how um, it's a lot of the negativity is on TikTok and place. I get, I don't mind on TikTok. You're lucky. (laughs) Um, But one of the things I realized is the negativity gets celebrated too much. It's insane. A woman posts a video about how all men are trash, all men are garbage, all men are this. And the comment section is like a parade. It's like a yay, yay, go girl, go queen, applaud, whatever. But then it's funny because a man will post a simple struggle he had with a woman. Oh, you know, she flaked on my date. I'm so annoyed. He's getting roasted in the comments. There's such a double standard there too, which is interesting, which is why my mind instantly goes to, oh, it's just getting worse because I see that so often. Yeah. Yeah. And and to me, and the thing that I realized is that the negativity gets celebrated so much and the responsibility for men in my brain, I'm I'm, because I, I have a theory. I have a personal theory about how to make society better. I don't, this is my personal theory. I don't believe it's telling women to change. No, because you can't change people. Like like Courtney said, you can't change people. My theory about making society better is that men have to celebrate all the women like the Courtney Ryans of the world that they want to see more of. Men need to highlight them. Men need to praise them. Men need to give them all the followers, all the likes, everything, because then what happens is that all the other women will see that if I post a half-naked booty picture, it gets me 100 likes. Corny posts a classy, attractive picture, it gets her 8,000. But have, it's totally it's not. The it's the opposite. And so I'm like, as men, it is our job, every guy's job. If you really want to change this world, first thing, you have to celebrate more what you want to see up. First thing it starts... All those Instagram models that unfollow. Are, unfollow them. Like I kid you not. True story, Courtney. True story. Um, I kid you not. We went on Fresh and Fit last year, 
Everybody knows the famous OnlyFans moment that happened last year. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Girl comes on, does her thing, shows, shows her butt figuratively, literally, leaves, right? I go home, and I was just like, I was very curious. I said, I, I didn't know much about this girl. I was like, I'm just curious what her page was like. Go on her page, complete garbage, trash, filth. Mm -hmm. As I'm scrolling through her page, I see liked by somebody, I won't say, on my team. Oh. On my team. Next thing I know, I see the person follows this lady. I brought that person to the office. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> I brought them to the office. I said, weren't you there when we when she did that? Yeah. How did she behave? Oh, she was really rude. She was just that dirt. Then why'd you so like why'd you follow her? Why'd you like her pictures? Thirsty. It's <laughs> desperate. It's thirsty. I'll say it a million times. And I just said, you don't see how that woman, and, and I told I talked to Fresh and Fit about it, that woman left that place, her OnlyFans went up $10,000 a month. And I'm just like, yo, you guys are not realizing you're incentivizing the bad behavior. And then they're the ones who complain about it. That's the thing that, that's the thing that really rattles me is you can't complain about something and support it and encourage it at the same time because what you allow is what will continue to continue. A hundred percent. So if you don't like OnlyFans, you don't like all these girls posting all this stuff, don't date them, don't like it, don't follow it, don't subscribe to it, but you still do it. 100%. And if you still do it, in my mind, you have no room to complain. You don't have you any You don't room have to, any you leverage. Have, you don't have any room to complain. And so to me, that's the thing that I, I was telling the guys. I said, yo, we have a responsibility as men to not celebrate that. We have a responsibility of men to at least, if you're gonna follow them, at least archive them, you know what I mean? Don't, don't follow them, like like do something else. Like, like you have a responsibility to not incentivize that behavior because what happens is a new generation of women come up and they see, okay, who gets the attention? Who, who are the guys like and who are the guys following? They're not noticing that the guys don't marry them, they just seeing the attention. So if the women, don't see the Courtney Ryans who are, you know, having millions of subscribers on YouTube, millions of followers on Instagram, and they're not seeing that, wow, she's a beautiful woman, she's a classy woman, she has a family, she's a great person, and she doesn't do any of that. So now what that does for the women is that they feel like, well, I want to be like her. Yeah, they look up to you instead exactly. of the OnlyFans girls. Exactly. But when that's all they're seeing again, it's like, that's what you want. That's what you think you want. Yeah. And the guys have to, and my thing is, as I'm just like, the fellas, we can control that. You can, but you're not. And it's crazy. I don't understand it. Yeah. It's just not thinking, yeah. not thinking at all. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. You know, men are distracted by beauty. They go for it. But again, you have no leverage to complain about it or say anything negative about it if you're supporting it. I know because the guys I know who celebrate it, they're the guys who, they like those girls because those girls are fast women. They like it because, hey, she's a loose girl, so I don't got to work hard to have sex with her. Like, I can just pay her $5,000, buy her a bag, and have sex. They like that kind of women because they're not trying to get married. They're not trying to have family. They just want fun. So they like, they want, they, I remember I had a friend who was like, why do men shame women for sleeping around? I love that. Because it benefits more, more, you. More for me. Well, that that brings up a whole other point too. That's <laughs> like so interesting. Is that 
it doesn't benefit women at all. Yeah. And women think it's so empowering. I don't want to get too far into this because it's messy, but let's do it. Women think it's so, women think it's so empowering and like liberating, which I'm sure some women feel that way. But also, it doesn't really benefit us. It makes yeah. men not want to commit to us, not want to marry us. Which, if that's what you want, then why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. It just benefits men. hundred <laughs> percent. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Not shaming anybody. You can do what you're what you want with your life. I don't care. It's not my life. Yeah. Sleep around if you want to, but it doesn't benefit women. Yeah. If women want commitment and loyalty from a man. Yeah, I had um. I have. In one of my lives, I would love to be a stand-up comedian. I think it would be so much fun. And I have I have this bit, and I shouldn't be sharing this because I know someone's going to steal it. But I'm going to share this bit because you're recording out, and I'll share it with All you. All right. Have this bit where I'm telling a story about me meeting the leader of the feminist movement. And then as I'm meeting the leader of the feminist movement, I'm, I'm in a room with a bunch of women. And I'm just like shaking their hands. Oh, pleasure to meet you. Like I, I support your movement. And like, I'm not the leader. I'm not the leader. And like I meet all the women in the room. None of them are the leader. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> this 13 year old boy with his hat backwards walks in the room, sits in the head chair, and he's a leader. And he's literally just being like, you know, no, it would be a great idea. <laughs> Sex with no consequences for women. We just, like women. We can sleep like. And you literally, like, the, the idea is, like, all these silly things that a boy, 13-year-old boy would say, all the women are like, oh, that's liberating. That's empowering. Free the nipple. Yeah, let's free the nipple, guys. I think the nipple should be, like, it's like this 13-year-old perfect, yeah, having the time of his life. And like you said, the women are not realizing this is actually hurting you. Yeah, it does. I have seen a lot of content like that on TikTok, I will say, of women who are realizing that and realizing that it benefits men so much more than it benefits you. Mm-hmm. So much more. Because mm-hmm. men are getting to a point where they don't want to get married. They're losing half their money. Mm-hmm. They don't want to get married. They're losing half custody with their kids. They have to pay so much child support. Yeah. It doesn't benefit them. Yeah, It benefits women. 100%. And that's where, to why I'm hopeful. Because I've noticed that there are women waking up. And there is a community of women who are realizing, oh, wow. This world that we live in, I don't want to end up like my mom and my grandma. I'm seeing these women, and this is getting out of control. Yeah, empowering. The, I understand empowering, but po- posing spread eagle on, 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 you know, with the whipped cream in your mouth is not empowering, you know? And so I think... What planet? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> you know? And so I see a lot of women now waking up who are like, we don't want to be that. And I think it's the men's job to come around those kind of women, to celebrate them, to empower them. Because I do see that, like I said, three years ago, there wasn't a big movement for women trying to be more feminine. Three years ago, there wasn't a big movement for women trying to be accountable. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I'm saying at least the ball is getting rolling. And that, to me, is very encouraging. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely hopeful in a world full of not hopeful situations. Um, And I do think, you know, if men weren't supporting that type of content and those type of women, women wouldn't act that way. Because then women make the argument of like, well, men are going to sexualize me anyway, so I might as well make money from it. And there's only a market there because there are men paying for it. Mm -hmm. So women wouldn't need to sexualize themselves online if men weren't paying for it. So just stop paying for it. It's simple, really. 100%. Like you said, it's an industry that's 
99% funded by men. If men say we want to shut down the OnlyFans, the porn hubs, we want to shut it down, men can say it's over. It's gone. But they, they, they aren't. They aren't. They aren't. Maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> no, and I agree with you. And that's, and that's part of some of the guys are so frustrated. Like, Fish, you're always so hard on the guys. I'm like, yo, because I want you to see you need to have, as Jocko Willink says, radical accountability. Because when you have radical accountability, it changes the whole way you view the world. Because what I've also noticed, and guys don't realize this as well, is that a lot of women go online and they're just talking emotions. I want a guy to make 500000 I want this. I want that. That's not really how she feels. If you are a man and you're a masculine leader, that kind of woman, she will now begin to fall more in line with your vision with and fall more in line for the w way you want the world to be like. And, and I see it happen all the time. I see tons of guys who are the typical bad boy. They take a woman and she falls directly in line to the, the toxicity that he wants because he's a masculine leader and he leads people down the wrong path. So the good guys need to tap into that masculine leadership and also lead the women down a positive, healthier path. Because that's something a lot of guys don't realize that a lot of these girls who are saying these things, man, you put them in an environment with a masculine man who can hold this frame and be honest and be direct. There's so many more of them would begin to fall in line. And a lot of guys are not seeing it's not as hopeless as you think it is when you're hearing 20 year old women share their opinion that they won't hold in five years down the line. Oh, no, I think, and as women get older, they realize they don't want that kind of guy anyway. Yeah. And if men were to step up in that way, they would create healthier men and women yeah. because the women who are falling for the toxicity and the bad boys and the unhealthy behaviors are addicted to chaos. And that's a red flag in themselves. Mm -hmm. Like that's showing a deeper insecurity there. Not, you know, not blaming women for that necessarily, but you know, if you're addicted to chaos and unhealthy relationships, that's an issue. Mm -hmm. So if men were creating a space where you know, the women could rely on them, count on them to be a masculine leader who would lead them in the right direction and not lead them down a toxic bad boy path, mm -hmm. there'd be healthier women because of it. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's something that I'm trying to show because to me, I really believe that it, it start, every movement started with one person. And that's the thing that people, as much as guys are complaining and women are complaining, I'm like, everything that changed in society started with one person and it, and it became a trickle, you know, and it became a snowball effect. And so if guys will become the leaders, and also here's what happens. I truly believe in men becoming the 1% for many reasons, but one main reason is that they have to be the example. And when you are the, a guy who's the example, then you tell what then a lot of women will look up to you, you know? So as I, I realized, as I build myself up as a man and I become better, more women follow my page, more women follow my wife's page, more women look up to me. They look up to things I say. So when I'm saying things and a future saying things, they have an opportunity to choose because they're like, I like his life. I respect him. I look up to him. And so that's why as a man, you have a responsibility 
Every man has a responsibility to become a leader, a vocal leader, a man who's respected in this community. Because now, then you shape the community. So many men, I just, I, I don't know, I'm just so disgusted by how many men are just passively letting the world lead them. This is the way the world is. Well, the world got this way because someone led us down a wrong path. And the world's going to get out of this way by someone, someone leading us on the right path. Why not you? And I think that's a responsibility for all the men to say, you know what, I'm going to be the leader. I'm going to be the focal point. I'm only going to date women who, who are positive and healthy to show other women that if you want a husband, this is kind of the behaviors that you have to see. And I just believe the more we're able to, as men, celebrate the good in the world, the more good things will happen. You know, it's just going to require more men stepping up to the plate. And I think that a select few can be you know, a positive role model in that direction, like your channel, even my channel. Like, I think a lot of women have followed me being like, oh, like, I like your life. Mm -hmm. You have, a, you're, you're pretty cool. Like, I want to be like you. Yeah. Um, and just be a positive, mature, healthy role model who promotes human beings to act that way mm -hmm. instead of, you know, the crazy toxicity and all the nuts stuff online. Yeah. So, Let's give the women some content. I'm very interested in this question. I thought okay. about this driving on the way here. Okay. You're engaged. You're going to be happily married. So many kids. Beautiful life. Don't great, say so many. Don't say. So many in all the kids you want. Okay. <laughs> beautiful life. Everything that happened. In an alternate universe, there's a single Courtney Ryan right now. If you were single, I'm very curious. How would you go about dating today as a woman? If, if I was myself, yes. single, if I was not engaged right yes. now. You know what? I would struggle, I yeah. think, because I I don't go out. I'm not a partier. Yeah. I don't go out and do a ton of things. I'm very much an introvert, homebody. Um, and I think that's why online dating works so well for me because I'm not the type of girl that goes out and parties and meets a guy at a club or a bar. So I feel like I would probably meet someone either online or at like a coffee shop or the gym. Okay. Somewhere where I'm doing something to better myself is yeah. somewhere where I would want to meet someone. Okay, so would you approach the guy or would you wait for the guy to approach no, you? No, I would want the guy to approach me okay. because I know the kind of guy that I want mm -hmm. and I want someone who is bold and confident and can come up to me. Mm. And I'm just not the type of... I'm so... Not submissive. Like, I'm just very introverted. Yeah. I do, I've done the whole approach thing in public. I do my street interviews. Yeah. I went to Miami to do that. I hate it every second. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got rejected so many times. I'm like, this is horrible. I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. I really sympathize with all you guys that do that. But no, I think that I would really want to be approached. Okay. So, you feel like the main vehicle would be online? Maybe. I mean, that's how I met Teddy. Okay. So. Okay. Was that Instagram or was that a, an app? Tinder, actually. Tinder. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So... How would you find, or how did you find the balance between being attractive and not being provocative? You know, it's hard because also you think to yourself, like, if I posted a photo like some of these girls posted, I would get so many followers, I would get so many likes. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of, <laughs> those negative intrusive thoughts kind of you know trickle in from time to time and you're like well gosh I know I could be so successful if I did. but it's like you have to stand in your morals and values and I think that's where it's really important to me is like my reputation and the way that I present myself means the world to me and I don't want that to be tarnished by a quick five thousand dollars or a quick you know OnlyFans account that I know is going to make me a ton of money mm -hmm. I think I really try to lead my life with 
you know, standing firm in my, my values and my beliefs and respecting myself. I think that's really what it comes down to, to me. And, you know, respecting yourself might look different to other people, but to me, it's not posting my body online or doing things where I know, you know, I could do no work and make a ton of money. Like I would just rather have that respect for myself. So how do you, I guess, I guess what I'm asking, how would you balance that? Because if you're single, you obviously want to attract men. Yeah. And there's certain things that you know might be your strengths that you can use to attract men. How do you balance using your strengths without you being provocative as a woman? You know what? I think there's a difference between beauty and like hotness. Okay. So I think that I would just always go down the route of showing, you know, beauty in a way that doesn't involve wearing no clothes or being provocative online. I think you can still show beauty in so many, you can take a selfie and look beautiful and be wearing a blazer. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to show your body to be beautiful. And I don't want to attract the type of people who would be looking for that anyway. I don't want to be with a guy like that. That's into that. I want to be with a guy who wants to be with a classy, elegant woman who respects herself. So I think that I would always present myself in a way that looks that way. Would there be any gym pictures on your, on your account? Gym pictures? Yeah. Probably, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Because I always wondered that. Because I'm just like, there's there's a part of me where it's like, if you're if you're a, a single person, yeah, and you have certain assets, it's not like you want to promote yourself in a provocative, inappropriate way, right? But you still know, like these things help draw people to me, and if you can do it in a positive way, so I feel like 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 the balance as a woman is just like. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I also think there's a difference between like posting something because you feel confident and then also posting something just because you want the attention. I think if I ever found myself in a state of mind where I was posting something just for the likes or the attention, I would be concerned for myself. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is like if you're single and you're and you're creating that Tinder account or that Bumble account. What right? photos am I using? You're gonna, you you, you want to use your best pictures. And so they, then it's like this balance between like, like, okay, I don't want to be Mother Teresa, but I don't want to be these Instagram, you know? But so it's like... Fine. There's a thin line yeah. and it's a very thin line, especially if you're someone like who has bigger boobs or whatever it is. Like I could wear a turtleneck and people will still see, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. so there is a very thin line and I think it's tricky. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a really good question. I don't, I mean, I haven't been single in so long. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. like trying to like picture myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I would still want to represent myself in a yeah. in a way that, sh- you know, maybe showed myself off a little bit, but also not crossing that line. But it's like, where's the line? So what would you think dating wise would be your biggest challenge if you were single? Probably meeting people. Just meeting people. You really because, think so? You know, yeah. And it's kind of like what that, ge- what's her name? Gabrielle? Yeah. What she was saying is like. I'm not a girl that goes out and parties. I'm not going to meet a guy. I don't want to approach a guy because I want a guy to approach me. And I know that's my own, my own problem. And if I really wanted a guy enough, I would approach him, you know, like it would probably get to to that point. (laughs) Um, But I think I would have a hard time like meeting people because I don't really put myself out there that much. But you'd be on apps though. Probably. Yeah. And I would go on dates and whatever. Like I did that when I was in college. That's how I met Teddy. But But yeah, I don't know. I think for a lot of girls like me, if you're not going to, if you're not, I don't drink. If you're not a drinker, if you're not a partier, if you don't go to the club, if you don't go to the bar, where are you meeting people? Like no, the library, yeah. Barnes and Noble, yeah. like Target. Yeah. That's where I would meet people yeah. no. and hope a guy approached me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought about that. I was, you know, I'm always thinking about like best practical advice for women. And I think like when you're an attractive woman, I guess in my brain, 
I think that you never have a challenge with people with meeting people. I feel like people are always going to DM you or match with you or, or just- Yeah, and that's why I feel like I that's why I don't feel the like the urgency to say yeah, I would approach. Yeah. Because I think that guys would approach they always approached me. Yeah. I get DMs every single day even though I'm engaged. Like I don't think I would have an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um but for it, it's different for different women, you yeah. know. I don't know. I, I mean, I never struggled with that, and I'm yeah. I'm blessed for that. Yeah. No, I, no, that's good. Cause I, I was just there. I was thoroughly curious because I, I asked myself that question. Thinking of like how you would give advice to women on what to do, but if you're not a girl that goes out, like I guess meeting someone in an event, like in a situation where you find yourself a lot, yeah. maybe you work at the coffee shop, maybe you go to church on Sunday, finding someone that, you know, enjoys what you do is kind of the advice that I would give yeah. to a girl. Same advice I would give to a guy looking to meet a girl yeah. that's not into the like party scene. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely harder when you're not like that. Yeah. No, no, I, it, it is definitely true. It is definitely true. I think, I think to me, like when I was talking to Gabriella and she was, you know, sharing some of her struggles, I think, I think it's true. I think, for for women like her, the challenge is less in meeting guys than meeting guys of a certain caliber. Mm-hmm. Well, it probably depends on where you live too. Yeah. Like in the Midwest, I feel like a lot of people have similar values to me. Mm. Um, but when I when I was in Fl- Miami, totally different planet. Yeah. I feel like I'm on Mars. Like, what the heck are these people talking about? Yeah. Um, same thing with like a New York or an LA or places that are really popping like that. But yeah. Midwest, I feel. Go to the, go, come to Ohio. Come yeah. to Cleveland. Yeah. So. No, I think. <laughs> no, I think it's um, definitely. I don't know about. <laughs> but I don't think I have to go to Ohio. <laughs> don't but, take all my advice, guys. <laughs> but uh, but no, I think I think that's the interesting thing where, for a lot of the women who who are struggling, that's kind of the 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 constant thing. I'm 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 always trying to figure that Rubik's cube, which is why we did a did did that event last week. We invited all those women to come into and meet, you know, a lot of the men who fit the culture and character that they wanted. Because I, I just only can't imagine that if you are one of those high character, high quality women, like it's just a lot very difficult, especially because you just don't go out as much. Right. Well, and you want to find someone who has, you know, values and morals and ideas about life that align with yours, obviously. Mm-hmm. So when you go to an event like that and you're surrounded by guys who are there to better themselves, to work on themselves, they're committed to being the best they can be. That's an amazing place to meet someone. Mm-hmm. That's why I think meeting someone at the gym would probably be a good yeah, thing. Yeah. I know people have mixed feelings about that, but you're there to make yourself better. Yeah. People who are at the gym are trying. Um, How do people have mixed feelings about that? Girls do? Girls, yeah, about being approached at the gym. I've seen so many girls get so upset. I don't know. I had so many men approach me at the gym, never offended. Except for one time, a guy came up behind me and started massaging my shoulders. (laughs) And I was like, maybe not. Maybe not. But if you just come up and talk to me, I can't be offended by that. Like, you think I'm attractive, so you're coming up to me? That's flattering. Why would I be mad? Yeah. But... I don't. People find a reason to be mad about anything. That's so true. That's true. Especially it's nowadays. Silly. No, that's true. And, and I think it's unfortunate because that's just like the the problem with the world is that like there's 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 ten girls at the gym. Let's say seven of them want to be approached. Three of them don't, and the three that don't will let you know they don't, and they'll ruin it for all the other girls because the rest of the guys are like we ain't gonna approach. Or like I'm never doing that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. for I, sure. Yeah. So I think I think that's part of some of the challenges as well but um but yeah because i i asked myself that question too i said if i was single and i had to date again what, yeah, would, like, I what would you do where did you meet your, your wife online see it yeah. works for some people guys I, I i honestly think this is gonna sound really bad i think it would be really easy 
Not to get, not to get married again. Right. I but think to, to meet someone? To meet somebody really easy. Yeah. Well, because you've leveled up your life yeah. and you're a guy that a girl would want to be with. Yeah. Hence why you're married. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty simple to see. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> we both have rings on our fingers for a reason, people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But... Yeah. Because we're willing to put in the work. Yeah. We worked on ourselves. We got ourselves to a point where we are someone that other people would want to be with. We are someone that other people look up to. That's a, that. That's who people want to be with, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's not rocket science. I just, I just, I really would. The sad thing is the guys who struggle the most, they're not the ones who talk. They're the ones who comment. But you will never, I've never met somebody on the street. Like, you're wrong. I struggle and you're wrong. I've never no. been. You know what? I reacted to that Jordan Peterson video. And in that video, he said um, something about how women were leaving all these, like, vitriolic comments on his video. Just, like, tearing him apart. Why is this man telling me this? Happy people don't leave comments like that. Mm -hmm. You do not see happy, successful people nope. leaving pointing finger victim comments mm -hmm. on a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. Never in my life. If I see a video I don't agree with, I just simply scroll. Oh my gosh. It's like, I'm like, it's really not that difficult. I don't, you're like, you get your fingers going, you're type, type, type. You're so angry at me. For why? I, because you have a deep insecurity that you are projecting onto me. Happy, successful people don't leave vitriolic comments. I was talking about that the other day. How often do you comment on videos? Never. Never. Unless like it's my friend and I'm like, awesome, you're great. A hundred percent. Proud of you. Every rational, no disrespect to anybody watching this video, every rational, healthy person I know never, ever comments. And if they do comment, they're commenting positive, uplifting things about people that they like. Yeah. If they don't like something, they keep it to themselves. They may just talk behind your back or off the internet. And you know what? I don't want to be around people or be friends with people who leave comments like that, who leave mean comments. Those are not people that I would want to be with. Yeah. So if you're someone watching that finds yourself leaving comments like that, maybe stop. Yeah. Because you're doing yourself a disservice and you're also making people not want to be around you or you're going to just attract other negative people, which is just going to continue to make your life worse. 100%. Like it's so stupid. Yeah. And I, and I think to me, like you said, it's a telltale sign. There's something wrong with your life because I just don't know healthy people that do that kind of behavior. No, a single one. I'm yeah. thinking of all the people I know, which maybe is not that many because I, I don't go out much, <laughs> but none of them would ever leave a mean comment yeah. or like a. It's, it's one thing to disagree and to say like, oh, like I think looking at it from this point of view, that's fine. You can yeah. disagree with me, but to be nasty or rude or mean, yeah. don't know a single person who would yeah. do that. And, and, and that those people will never get the outcome that they want because they can never. I've always said a, po a positive, healthy man will never want a negative, bitter woman. No. And a positive, healthy woman will never want a negative, bitter man. So you have to have that radical accountability to realize, oh, I leave a bunch of negative messages. I'm a negative person. No positive, healthy woman is going to want to be in my life. No. It's really that simple. <laughs> like genuinely that simple. And I think people don't, they just don't get it. Yeah. And they think by putting that negativity out there, by saying their piece or trying to prove a point that they're doing themselves, you know, a favor and they're really doing the total opposite yeah. i think i asked you this before majority of the friends that you have or the women that you know are they single or in any relationships um most of my friends are married okay about half and halves but they're almost all of them are in relationships okay. i think i have like two single friends okay the two single friends yep
what would they say is the biggest problem with dating men? My one friend, she is, she, she dates around, um, but she's getting a little, she's like in her thirties. Okay. Um, and so I think she, she's told me before that as you get older, the people who are available are like don't have the same like values or mm. on the same wavelength as her necessarily yeah. um and they're either divorced <laughs> or have something wrong with them <laughs> or um what else does she say yeah i don't know but she she just doesn't yeah. it's not having very good luck okay. dating um and my other friend just got out of a long-term relationship um so I think her whole thing is going to be like not settling again yeah. um, because she stayed in something that was very comfortable for a long time and knew it wasn't right for her. So of all your married friends, what would you say is the most consistent theme about all the guys that they're with? If there's one thing that you're like, oh, almost all these guys have this one thing, what would you say that one thing is? Genuinely, they are just great men. Mm -hmm. They are all wonderful people. They are hardworking. They are by no means a 1% in finances type yeah. of guy. They're not the guys who are, you know, in a penthouse or anything like that. But they, they have morals and values. They value their families, their wives, their hard workers. They do well at their jobs. They all have jobs. Um, but they're all just really great guys, just mm -hmm. good guys. They aren't the bad boys. Mm -hmm. They aren't guys with commitment issues. Yeah. Um, what what would you say to the men who are watching that? There's and and they and he's like, well, I'm a great guy, but I'm not getting those outcomes. You're looking in the wrong places, probably. Yeah. yeah. You know, they all. I mean, I'm trying to think of like where my friends. They met in like high school, high school sweethearts. Yeah. They met at church. They met doing things that you know they share values. Mm -hmm. Um. So did they did they meet when they were like early twenties? Um, well, my one friend, she's been married for a while. They met in high school. So yeah. they're like high school sweethearts. My other um, friend that's married, they met when they were younger. They were just like friends yeah. and then like rekindled in their mid-20s yeah. and now they're married. Yeah, I think the like you said, there there is a lot of cultural differences in the Midwest that for a lot of women, I, I, I see like if the biological clock that they have starts going off at 25, yeah. where in like, New York is like 35, you know what I mean? Other Miami might be 45, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so it's like a different clock. But no, I think I think that's um, that's pretty interesting because all my friends are also a majority of them are married as well. Are they in their uh, 30s or 20s and 30s? Yeah, because of the the values that they. But but what I can attest to is that I was. I was one of the oldest friends who got married. Okay. All my friends got married super younger. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think there are pros and cons to both. I yeah. think when you wait, you you realize who you are a lot more. You know exactly what you want. Yeah. I see a lot of people who get married really young end up divorced because they feel like, why did I rush into this? Mm -hmm. So you have to really do what's best for you. And that's yeah. why people always ask me like, when's the best time to get married? When's the best time to do this? I can't tell you that. Yeah. That's for you to figure out mm -hmm. and you to work out with the dynamic of your relationship. Yeah. You know, I'm 26. I'll be married when I'm 27. Yeah. So I think that's a pretty good number. But I know a lot of people who are married at 21, 22, and they're doing just fine. Yeah. So it's it's crazy how different it is for everyone. Yeah, you know, and, and, I, and I think to, to your point, it it really comes full circle with, these 
constant conversation we've always had about accountability and self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's not enough people, and this is the biggest thing I've noticed. Do you have any pets? Do you like pets? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to Johan Hari on the podcast, and he shared something to me that blew my mind. A lot of dogs in New York City are getting diagnosed with ADHD. Oh. Yeah. And they're taking, like, this typical medicine you take for ADHD. Dogs? Yes. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. And this one lady had a dog who was, you know, diagnosed ADHD, had a lot of problems, constantly giving the medicine. One day, she had to go out of town, so she, let, she took the dog to her family in upstate New York to watch him. She forgot to give, it, give him their medicine. She's, she calls him, like, friendly. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry about giving him his medicine. How is he doing? Like, he's the most peaceful, <laughs> relaxed. The environment they're in. The environment. And so the idea is that dogs are not meant to be in little cages. Yeah. They're meant to be out on the, you know, traveling. They're pack animals. They're meant to be around with other people. Like, they're not meant to be in a small studio apartment in New York City by themselves all day long. So, duh, when you come home, he's hyperactive and crazy and right. jumping. He's just so excited. Well, yeah, you're the only stimulation he's gotten exactly. all day. Yeah. And so he talked about like how dogs are pack animals, and outside of their packs, they suffer drastically. Human beings are that way too. And one of the biggest things that I see causes a lot of guys to suffer is because they're living in cages. They're living in cages. They're in isolation. They don't have anyone to talk to. They have no human interaction. And all they do is go on the, a screen on their phone. They type. They do play their games. And so they're not realizing that when they're complaining about the world, there is no other human being to tell you, well, you're fat. Yeah. Well, you have crappy hygiene. They have no one holding them accountable. They have no one holding them accountable. Yeah. And so that's the biggest thing I've seen. That's a really good point. With the men and the women. Like, they have no person, especially the guys, they have nobody where they don't. I remember I talked to guys when I used to, do, when I used to do, do my live streams last year who would tell me about their problems. And I was like, how, this is clear as day to me. It's clear as day to me what's and wrong. And I'm not experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah. And how did no one tell you this is wrong? How are you not aware this is wrong? You know, like, and so I think it's so important for men and women to really focus in on meeting like-minded people, connect with like-minded people so that they can find people to hold them accountable because the reality is so many people just can't see what's wrong. Yeah, and by surrounding yourself with people like that, it will absolutely change your life. Mm -hmm. When you change your circle with people who are positive, who are holding you accountable, who make you a better you, changes your entire life. Yeah. All the people, in my, I'm very intentional and selective with the people that I hang around and all of them make my life better. They make me a better me, and I do the same for them. My friend comes to me. She's like, well, I'm 31. I'm single. I feel like I'm too picky. I'm like, yes, you're being too picky. Yeah. <laughs> you need to do this, this, and this, and much more successful. Like, you you help each other out. 100%. You know, your circle is so important. People underestimate that big time. Corny, I, I truly believe that's a single most important factor to a person's success is the people in their circle. Yep. What do they say? You're most like the five people yeah, that you hang yeah, around yeah. the most. Exactly. I, I once said, you know, show show me your friends. I'll show you your future. And a lot of people don't realize you have nobody. And the people I know, like you, and like all, all these other people who are crushing it, the common theme is 
positive, healthy, supportive, encouraging people in their circle. Yeah, because when you respect yourself and you care about your life and the direction it goes, you're not going to hang around negative, toxic vampires. Yeah. That's a waste of your time. Yeah. It's just, it's common sense. I agree. But so many people don't have anybody. So then when they get someone, they latch on, they have that, what is it, the scarcity mindset? Mm-hmm. And then they cling to these people who are toxic and negative because they feel like they don't have any other option. Mm. It's why a man will date a woman who is clearly not good for him and who all around just generally sucks, Mm -hmm. but he thinks that she is like up on a pedestal, best thing ever, because it's all he feels like he can get. Mm. It's the same thing when you approach a a scarcity mindset with anything like that. No, I agree. That's powerful. That's powerful. Corny. I feel like our conversation is just it's like a, it's like a tennis match. We just go and go and go and go and go and go. No, this is this is all good. This is all great stuff. And I and I just you know I, I know sometimes it may seem like I'm just always heavy-handed with the guys, and I know it feels like you're always making it about us. But the moment you realize that God has given you the opportunity to be the captain of your own destiny, you don't blame other people when your ship crashes. Nope. You are in control of everything in your life. Yeah. And the second you realize that, your life will get so and much better. And it's freedom. Because so much freedom. If, if the reason I'm single, going back to your whole point, mm-hmm. this is why I'm so anti the women today are the problem. If the reason you're single is because of women, you have no control over that, you're hopeless. That means no matter what I do, I can become mm-hmm. the best version of myself, I'm still going to be single because they're the reason. Yeah, but when you're the reason, you can change that. You yeah. have the power to be anything you want to be, yeah. to change anything about yourself. Yeah. It's And you really don't have to make drastic changes either. Yeah. I mean, some may be more than others, <laughs> but, you know, realistically speaking here, when you are in control of your life and when you realize that, there is so much power and freedom that comes along with it. No one's going to come up on a little white horse and save you. Yeah. You got to put, if you want your life to look a certain way, you have to do what it takes to get there. 100%. Simple. Simple. So simple, but so difficult, huh? <laughs> I know. Maybe people will listen to this and finally get it through. But All, all that matters is as, as long as it's one, I think we were successful today. Fair. <laughs> Courtney, where can they find you at? Uh, my YouTube channel is Courtney Ryan, and I'm on Instagram at Courtney Christine Ryan. Awesome. No H in Christine. Everyone always spells it wrong. <laughs> so, guys, you already know what time of day it is. Please be sure to reach out to Courtney. Let her know what about this episode stood out to you. Positive messages only. Be sure to subscribe to her YouTube channel to be able to get some amazing style, dating, and lifestyle, lifestyle tips for men. And as always, guys, we're down to our last few suits with the standard for the guys who do not want to live life in isolation, who want to look good in the process and be around a community of extraordinary men. Link in the description below, thepluminstandard.com. Thank you guys so much for your time. My name is Hafiz and I'm joined by Courtney Williams. We're the roommates and have a great day.